Hail and well met, everybody. Welcome to Geek Thyself, a show by nerds, for nerds, who love geeking out over random facts and esoteric trivia. My name is Heather. I'm Russell. And we'll be your hosts for this journey through the wondrous land of information. Okay, hi guys. Hi everyone. I'm already dying to Corona two seconds in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not make that joke. Someone might panic. Oh, no, no, we're fine. And, and, you know, buy all of the surgical masks or something. Oh, no, wait, they already did that. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, I'm in a Discord with, like, like, like four or five American friends and an Australian friend, Mm -hmm. and the ones that work in retail, like, all of the stuff is gone. Mm -hmm. They're taking pictures of just bare shelves of, like, toilet rolls and hand sanitizer and candy goods. I'm like, what is happening? People are panicking more than they necessarily need to. It, it, I mean, there's a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been loosely keeping up on it, mm-hmm. kind of. There's a lot of things going on in American media right now between mm-hmm. the outbreaks of COVID-19 and then, of course, the election situation and people dropping out. And there's so many Democratic options. Yeah, lots of craziness. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But that's not the topic for this episode. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> no. It's coming. Uh, <laughs> but today's topic is going to be one that is interesting and annoys me to no end. <laughs> but I know I'm in the minority. It's fine. I'm just very particular. <laughs> Like all nerds, I am particular, and it's fine. What what we're actually talking about, if you didn't see the title, is we're talking about rating systems, specifically for Mm -hmm. the US and the UK, because that's where we live, so that's the ones we know about more about. Um, And and obviously, as I've mentioned before in episodes, and I'll mention it again, the reason why I am so particular about this is because I hate the UK for this. They slap their ratings all over the box. It's ugly. You can't get away from it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> um, yeah. Because in the UK, one of the main one of the main differences, which we can get into first, is it's a legal requirement for it to be on the outside of the box. It has to be on the actual packaging. Uh, the only time where that's not the case is if, say, there's like like additional slip covers on the product. They can be on the outer outer slipcover, and then they don't have to be on the inside ones. Mm. But they have to be on the one that faces the customer, and it has to be on the front and it has to be on the back. Okay, see that's one thing that's different because I, uh, I guess I could double check because we do have some of the notes and the websites up. But the um, from what I mm-hmm. can recall, in the U.S., it has to be on the box. Like, you have to have your rating system somewhere on the box. But it's usually on the back. Yes. And it's not required. I know you were mentioning before that the label for you guys is, like, this weird bright color. Yes, a symbol. Um, Depending on the rating, depends on the shape of the symbol. Oh, and also, sorry, while it's on the back and the front, it's also on the spine. And that's the one that annoys me the most. Mm. Because when it's on the spine, when it's on your shelf, you cannot avoid it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's very true. 
Yeah, no. Um, with you, it's normally in the back, and it's normally in like a box. Yeah. Like so, yeah. for us, like, um, the rating system, it's on the back of the box, mm. and there's basically like a little outline box that yeah, has the information box, in it yeah, somewhere yeah. on the back, and it's usually printed in just whatever color ink is being text, used on the back yeah. of the text. So it's there, but it's subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they make it so you can tell where it is. It's obvious that yeah. it's there, but it's but it's it done in a way that doesn't, doesn't mar right it doesn't mar yeah. the appearance of the packaging. Yeah. Whereas um, it sounds like for you guys, they wanted it as blatantly obvious as possible. Yeah, like I say, if if it's just a standard case, it's on the front, it's on the side, and it's. Uh, on the back and it's also on the disc the mm. disc one I don't mind I'm fine with it on the disc because the disc you can't see I think it prints on the disc for us too usually mm. yeah um, so yeah I, I don't necessarily have a problem with things being rated I just hate how pers how pervasive they are onto the set uh, onto the product which is why I tend to buy so many collector's editions, I did that in quotation marks because there's nothing collectible about them anymore they print them in so high numbers that's not the point. I get those kind of things, one because they look nice and two, because they normally come with a way that you don't have to look at the stupid, ugly <laughs> marks on your thing, like steelbooks, because they have a J card you can slip those off, and then it's just plain and it looks gorgeous <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, it's it's yeah, it's just it's just on the box. But I know yeah. this is a me issue. I know that it doesn't work bother most people, but I just think they're personally really ugly, which is why there's things on my shelf from America when they didn't have like a special collector's edition because you guys don't have them printed on on the spine, and that's yeah. really all I care about. If they didn't <laughs> print it on the spine, I wouldn't care as much. I understand that this is a very much a big problem. <laughs> but, well, there's probably it's, it's other a... people out there who are concerned about the aesthetic of having it lined up and the way their collection present is presented. On that slight tangent. <laughs> Just slight kind of tangent. slight. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> so, so, how long have the ratings been around for you guys? Yeah, uh, that's a really good question. I actually have the page that it's somewhere here why didn't i put it in there okay uh the the people who do the classifications in the uk has always been the same they uh, are the bbfc which used to be the british board of film censors now it's uh, the british board of film classification yeah and they are a non-government organization founded by the film industry in 1912 so they've been oh, going wow. 108 years yeah uh, you guys they... beat us by 10 years. Oh, did we? Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Um, basically, they they classify films which are exhibited at cinemas and video works such as television programs, trailers, adverts, public information slash campaigning films, menus, yes, menus, <laughs> bonus content, uh, etc. Yeah, like DVD menus. Oh, okay, I'm less confused. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? 
yeah. uh, released on physical media within the United Kingdom. It has a statutory requirement to classify all video works released on VHS, yes, because everything is released on VHS nowadays, <laughs> DVD, Blu-ray, including 3D and 4K Ultra HD formats, and to a lesser extent, some video games under the Video Recordings Act of 1984. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they do anything in the UK, which is a trailer, like an advert, they do those. Um, basically, if you want to broadcast anything on either TV or uh, in a, like in the film, like in the cinema, I, I went to say in a film place, <laughs> <laughs> in the cinema or theatre as you'd call it, mm-hmm. um, you would have to go through them. And it costs about £200 to get one thing classified, not like a disc of things, one thing. Like one item? Yeah. So like, like... A one bonus item. Like one bonus content. Okay. Even if that bonus content was like 30 seconds. But it's not like... Obviously it's not per copy. It's for like all of the production. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's for the whole thing. kind of ridiculous. It's very steep, yes. But for it to be included on a release, it has to be. Hmm. For us over here, we have the Motion Picture Association of America... Uh, it originally was founded um, back in 1922, but at that time it was called the Motion Picture Producers and Distributors of America. Okay, And cool. basically it's a group of the, the major uh, production film studios and mm-hmm. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix is included in the list. Um, and Not surprising nowadays, though. No, so originally their goal was to... Um, ensure that the American film industry would last, that it was viable. But then over the years, mm-hmm. it altered, and they started doing the sort of guidelines for film content and the mm-hmm. production code, which is also known as the Hayes Code, which was the first rating system. And then sure. gradually, it transferred over to the current rating system that we've been using um, with the G and PG and everything. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, um... I do think it's yeah, interesting who's in the group. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's the same thing in the UK. It's not run by the government. It's run by the... The theatres, like the production yeah, companies, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's because they wanted to keep it away from the government, which I, don't I can them. understand. <clears throat> yeah, um, just because I think it's amazing. Um, so the, the movie theatres for us that are part of this group, because it's the same thing. It's, oh, yeah? it's this group, it's non-profit. They're not run by the government. It's oh, ours is, ours isn't non-profit. Oh, really? It's ours, just not run by the ours government. is non-profit yeah. and self-regulatory. No. no, it's self-regulatory, but it isn't non-profit. Hmm. Um, so ours is, uh, it's Universal Pictures, Paramount Pictures, okay, cool. yep. Walt Disney. Disney. Let's just yeah, surprise anybody. Sony. Sure. Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And Netflix. So the big five and Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. I just, I'm Sorry, uh, amused that Netflix is thrown in there. Um, yeah, the Big Five have been around for basically forever. <laughs> um, they were started to be called the Big Five in the 1920s, where they basically ruled everything, mm-hmm. and nobody else could get anything in cinemas, which is a different topic altogether, but one I might cover very soon. It's <laughs> quite interesting. Um, also, something the BBFC can do in the UK is they can advise cuts or small changes after reviewing uh, material 
to potentially lower the ratings. Oh. Um, a good example of this, which I remember off the top of my head, is The Hunger Games. Uh, it was a 12 for the most of the movie, except... I don't know if you've ever seen The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, I haven't seen... <laughs> it's one of those things where I just got so burnt down on it. The only one I haven't seen is The Last Mockingjay. That's fair. Well, this is about the original one. Um, it's the the start of the the, the actual the games mm-hmm. where everyone's basically running for a gear and everything and yeah basically that scene because of the blood splatter in it even though it was relatively small that made it a 15 which is why it was cut from the the actual conversion and why the dvd slash blu-ray of the version is 15 because it includes that mm. uh, or includes a version of it i should say has both but because it has one of them, obviously, it takes the higher rating. Interesting. Okay, well, we're after the halfway point. We are, which I think is good, because we can do our mid-roll, and then we can talk about the actual differences. Mm-hmm. Right. Sounds good. Okay, see you in a bit, guys. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the mid-roll. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, uh, like usual, I'm going to talk about World Anvil. World Anvil's an amazing website. It's a campaign management and world building software, and it's the most robust one that's out there online. It's also the winner of an Annie Award for being such an amazing campaign management software. We can't talk about them enough. There's so many amazing features. You can build your world. You can create connections between different characters. You can create connections between characters and places and events that have happened. You can create timelines. There's just mm-hmm. so many features, and a lot of them come for free with the base membership that doesn't cost anything. And then if there's other features you want, you can always add on as you decide you want to do that. But that's worldanvil.com, and we definitely recommend you check it out. Absolutely. They're amazing. We love them. Mm-hmm. Other people who we love and are amazing are Die Hard Dice at CastleDieHard at DieHardDice.com. Mm-hmm. As I just said, dice, like five times in one sentence... They make dice. They make gorgeous dice. Uh, their focus is mainly on metal dice, which they produce absolutely stunning metal dice, which are super easy to read, have striking colour. They have their, they design their own moulds. They do all the colour testing in house for them, and it shows because they don't they don't release anything until it's absolutely perfect. They also mm-hmm. have their acrylic and polymer dice, which they've been doing Moonstone series basically, and they shine like nothing I've ever seen on dice. They're gorgeous. Uh, they also have amazing accessories like the scroll of rolling, which I still love because <laughs> it's just a, a portable rolling mat with yeah. a dice pouch for 15 dice or two dice sets and an extra d20 and then they've got the dual scroll of rolling, which still is on Twitter. I can't wait for it to come out. Uh, but yeah. They have great everything basically. I love yeah. them. And I don't get dice anywhere else. Everything is gorgeous. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, if you want to have a look through their gorgeous stuff and you do find anything you like, which shouldn't be difficult, you can use the code GeekDiceLove to get 15%, that's one five, 15% off your first or next order. They have free uh, domestic shipping in the, U- in the US and they have discounted uh, international shipping, which is great for me and it's great for you and it's great for everyone. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you're... If you want to roll the best, just go to dieharddice.com. You're already where you need to be. Yep. Alright, and with that, um, oh, you know, one thing I think we should start mentioning probably in these mid-rolls. Oh, yes. Is that we're going to be at WonderCon. Oh, no. Oh, I, two I was things. Else. 
Yes, two things. That's fair. Um, Shenanigans, first off, is coming back uh, mm -hmm. this week. That's right. The new it? season started yesterday. Oh, no. We missed it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're bad. Oh, no. <laughs> it's especially bad, actually, considering I'm on the show. But that's okay. Oh, well. Um, well, you can catch it on the VODs, which are always on Twitch and all that good stuff. But yes, it is on every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Yes. Correct. I don't know time zones. I am such a small country. We just have the one of them. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, you can definitely go yes. check that out. And all the VODs are on Twitch for a limited amount of time. And then YouTube and then after YouTube. that. And yep. if you subscribe, you can watch them anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, another thing, you are right, we should probably talk about that. Is Nightsmith is going to be at WonderCon again? Yeah. We were, were so there excited. last year. We were there last year as walkie talkie people mm -hmm. without a table, but we did have a great party uh, in the party rooms, and it's great. This time we've got a table. Yeah. We've got a, we have a booth, we've got you a guys. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be able to sit down. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a nice change. We're at booth yeah. 911. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. That's the um 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 the UK code for calling the emergency services. <laughs> yeah, that's ours too. <laughs> oh, is it yours as well? Uh -huh. uh, it's I a nerd it emergency. For some reason. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it's because it's an emergency because we're gonna be at WonderCon. It's gonna be great. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be at WonderCon again. Yes. And I'm coming across for a whole ocean to do it. Uh-huh. And most of the yeah. country. And most of the country. That is true. My <laughs> God, it's such a long flight. It's such a long flight. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's worth it. Uh, so, yes, if you do plan on coming down to WonderCon in Anaheim, California, uh, we'll be there all three days, or at least some of us will be there all three mm -hmm. days. We're not going to chain the directors to the desk. I'm pretty um, much going to be chained to the desk. Who are we kidding? You know what? I don't know. Like, then, uh, we are looking for volunteers, and we do have a few of them. That's so true. maybe you'll be let like, go from the desk for like an hour. <laughs> uh, but yes, we're going to be there all three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And yeah, you can come and say hello, and we'll chat nerdy stuff with you. Mm -hmm. Super good. Yeah. Right. So now we've done that bit, we will get back into talking about uh, video classifications. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Do you think we should maybe take it in turns with our ratings going from the bottom? Sure. So bottom okay. meaning the lowest rating, like the one that's for kids. Yes. Yes. Because there's already going to be a change from the bottom because mine is called Universal. Mm. It is... It is put on the box in a green triangle. Um, and yes, universal. You sound so universal. bitter saying that. <laughs> I am. Uh, universal. Suitable for all. A new film should be suitable for audience of aged four years and over, although it is impossible to predict what might upset any particular child. New films should uh, be set within a positive framework and should offer reassuring counterbalances to any virus threat or horror. If a work is particularly uh, suitable for preschool children, it, this will be indicated on the ratings info. Okay, uh, ours is uh, much shorter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at least the general system rating. I'm sure there's more details in terms of the exact way they classify things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But ours starts with G, 
for general, general audiences. Yes. Um, all ages admitted. And the descriptor is nothing that would offend parents for viewing by, chir- by children. That's fair. That's valid. Hmm. Uh, PG is for parental guidance. Oh, ours and is it the comes same. In, yeah, and it comes in a yellow triangle. The, the, the thing about the triangles is they are what is indicated, which is for uh, families uh, in general. Uh, so, if they've got the triangles, they're basically pretty good for kids, generally. Okay. So this is and this is the last rating, which is in a triangle for that reason. So yeah, parental games, uh, general viewing, but some scenes may be unsuitable for young children. A PG film should not unsettle a child aged around eight or older. Unaccompanied, unaccompanied children uh, of any age may watch, but parents are advised to consider whether the content may upset younger or more sensitive children. So. Basically, it's advising parents to potentially watch the product first. You said yours is the same with PG? Our, yeah, ours is also called PG, Parental Guidance Suggested. Um, some material may not be suitable for pre-teenagers, mm-hmm. basically. And according to the actual film ratings website, let me just click on the link. It specifically says um, PG and... So on the website, it shows the little boxes that the ratings appear in. Mm-hmm. It literally says PG with and parents parental guidance suggested above that, and then off to the right uh, in the big box, it says reasons box. Fill in rating reason here. Reasons box. Fill in rating reason here. Like that. Basically, they just fill in the whatever reason. So like if you uh, on ours, if you look at it, it says um, it's like a long rectangle. Mm. On the right hand side is a little square that says whatever the rating is. Yeah, and then and, and then on the other side is yeah. like the information on why it's that rating. Exactly. So it'll be like nudity, violence, you know, sexual content kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, PG is designed to be for might need some guidance, so it may contain material parents might not like for their young children. But like I said, like a six year old maybe not, but a ten year old might be okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Makes sense. Uh, the next one is actually a bit of a weird one for the UK, and it's twelve slash twelve A. Yeah, um, twelve and twelve A are essentially the same thing, but twelve A means that a parent can take a child younger than twelve to see a twelve A movie, like at the cinema. Huh. Yeah. It's very weird rating. And it only came into effect within the last 20 years. I'm not, enti- I'm not entirely sure when. But it's basically, it's a soft 12 rating. So anything rated 12 in the UK, when it goes to the cinema, will be rated 12A. Which means, basically, you can take any kid in to see any movie up until 12. Hmm. Um, and at this point there might be moderate bad language and sexual activity may be briefly or discreetly portrayed moderate sex references are permitted but frequent crude references are unlikely to be acceptable so you know and then the reason that most things that are 12 or 12 A's is because it's generally down to fantasy violence like Star Wars for instance they're all pretty much 12's Mm -hmm. but 
they're not generally that bad. Like, they're not full of swearing or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, uh, 12 and 12A. Essentially to the same rating, but actually different. It's a bit weird. Okay. Our, so our next one, there's only one of them, there's not two, <laughs> is yeah. a PG-13, which... Yeah, I've heard this one. We don't yeah. have this. Yeah, so, so PG-13, it's kind of similar to yours in that there's an age set on it. Yeah. But it's basically parents strongly cautioned some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So this is the point where, like, it, it's not like, a, you know, a crazy action movie where people are getting their heads blown off every five seconds. But there's stuff going on in this movie that maybe isn't going to always be appropriate for even your 10-year-old. So they recommend, yeah. you know, starting more in the preteen area. So sure. it actually started, it didn't exist for a long time. It didn't um, become a rating until the early 1980s. Okay. Um, because during that time, uh, parents were starting to complain about the violence in certain movies that were getting labeled PG. Cause because the, the next rating for you is... R. Oh, wow. So there's... Right, okay. We only yeah, have five. A... How many do you guys have? Uh, we've got another two more. Oh, okay, yeah, so ours isn't broken down quite as much. So so PG right. is like older kid, but not your teenagers. PG-13 is like anyone who's not a teenager, eh, you know, think about it carefully. Are they mature enough to go to this? Hmm. And, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, the reason it started, actually, it was because of the violence and gore in movies that were coming out in that time frame, such as things like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh-huh. or movies like Gremlins. Both of those at the time were rated PG because they weren't bad yeah. enough to get the R rating. Like anyone who's seen the original Gremlins or seen that Indiana Jones movie, which is um, a good one. But like it is a there's one. a lot of, there's definitely violence, there's fighting, and there's some things that are I gross, like him eating them. the monkey brains mm-hmm. in India. I, like, I could totally see that grossing out a lot of kids, him eating the monkey brains in that movie. But mm-hmm. it was rated PG because it wasn't. None of it was bad enough to get rated R. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it would actually both of those films would probably fall into the next category for the UK, which is fifteen. Oh, and also didn't say uh, with twelve and onwards, they're in a circle, and not a triangle. Hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically fifteen is basically fifteen. By this point, there's no, there's no like fifteen A. You can't, you can't take. A child in C fifteen. It's kind of funny that they used a circle for the higher ratings and a triangle for the lower ratings. Yeah, yes. Well, because generally a triangle is used more often in like caution signs. Maybe. Uh, I guess it's maybe the colors because it goes green, yellow, and then uses other colors like green, yellow, something. Uh, uh, fifteen is pink. <laughs> Uh, and obviously at this point, there can be a lot of bad language. There can definitely be sex scenes, although it's mostly covered. Violence is definitely going to be in them. You know, basic stuff. Okay. But yeah, you our... only have one more rating. We are, uh, well, no, I have one more rating. We have well, two I more. Actually have two. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's your next one? Um, our next one is R, mm-hmm. which stands for restricted. Yep. So... Um, 
PG thir so to recap, so G was like kids. PG yep. is like your slightly older kids. PG thirteen is like your teenagers. Yep. And then R is um, contains some adult material, and parents are urged to learn more about the film before taking their young children with them. So. Wait, you can take a young child to see a, a, an R film? Uh huh. What? <laughs> you, so stupid. You technically can. Yes. The, what? The idea is that parents know their children better than the movie creators, which is fair. Sure. However, there are some parents out there who do things that don't make sense. Like, oh, I don't um, have a babysitter today, so I'm going to take my kid to see Aliens 3. I mean, I can kind of idea. understand it. I can kind of maybe understand it for like 15, 16 year olds because you don't have an intermediate rating for it. Mm -hmm. I can kind of see that. But, like, there's no lower end rating, is there? Like, you could technically take a five year old in. Yep. That's wrong. That, to me, that's wrong. Te technically, you could. Um, it is something where I know, like, um, like schools, like if you're, mm -hmm. if you're, if you have like a pizza party at school or something and you get to watch a movie for like, maybe the class did really well on something. Um, the teachers are generally not allowed to show R rated movies to the kids without parental sure. permission. Cause yeah, that makes sense. Um, which yeah, makes total sense. And I know like. It's going to depend on your parents and the child in question. Like, in my case, I watched R-rated movies when I was in third grade, which, um, for anyone not in the U.S., translates to nine or ten years old. <laughs> but I was specifically being allowed to watch the R-rated movies that didn't involve, like, sex scenes and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was the ones that were, like, action movies. Gotcha. And they were okay with me watching it because they knew that I understood that it was a movie and that it was fake and that those things were not okay to be doing in a regular everyday situation. Like, yeah. my brother and I both were not those kids who, like, pretended to be cops and robbers and chase each other and shoot each other or anything. Like, we were never that kind of um, aggressive with each other in play. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> like, when we learned martial arts... Did we hit each other? Yeah. We're, we're, you know, we're kids and we're siblings. We're going to hit each other at some point. But it's not like mm -hmm. we were punching each other in the face. It was like socking each other in the arm kind of stuff. So they just, yeah. they knew that we weren't going to, they knew us well enough to know that we were going to watch those movies and not try to go do those things on each other. Yeah, We've that. never been those kids. So they weren't worried about it. But they mm -hmm. did they did make a point of not letting us watch the ones that had the sexual content that was making it R-rated. Sure, makes sense. Because at that nine, it's probably not appropriate for your kid to be watching an, a sex scene in an R-rated movie. Mm -hmm. Just saying. So yeah, uh, fair enough. Uh, the next rating for the UK is, as you probably guessed, 18. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. Uh, no one younger than 18 may go see an 18 film in cinema. No one younger than 18 may rent or buy 18 rated video work. Adults should be free to choose their own entertainment. Hmm. So basically, at this point, you can expect anything that isn't totally banned. Except one small case, which we'll get to in a minute. 
but basically any horror films which are like extremely tense or like that kind of thing or a, or a massive gore fest like the score saw films whatever like implied sex or like actual sex on screen that's going to be in this category as well and the language can be as horrible as you like basically mm. so yeah okay um that's kind of where our um our nc nc17 falls so we don't one thing that's different i i think uh, we've already noticed about um oh i did forget this i will say so r-rated movies um Mm. if you're under 17 you do have to be accompanied by a parent or an adult guardian yeah, so, I, I got that bit, yeah. So, like, a 12-year-old kid couldn't walk up and buy a ticket to an R-rated movie. By himself. Correct. But a parent could go buy tickets for himself and his son, who was 12, or something like that. Like, that's allowed. Um, but, yeah, we don't... Other than that, up until NC-17, we don't have a restriction in place that says you absolutely cannot take a child under this age into this movie. The only restriction is that, you know, the kid can't go by themselves. And then at um, at NC-17, it's no children under 17 admitted. And these are the movies that are, like, clearly, clearly, clearly there is... This is not content for anyone who could even possibly be considered a child. Absolutely not. Um, and anything pornographic would also be classified under um, NC-17. Okay. Um, the, is that your last rating, by the way? It is. It used to be called X. <laughs> it, the rating used to be X-rated. Sure. Um, but then they changed it to NC-17 so that it was more explicitly stated, like NC-17, no children under 17, just to make it very clear what the rating was. Oh, that's what the NC stands for. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Right. There is actually one more rating in the UK. Mm. Um, it's in a square <laughs> um, and this is just R18 uh, and it's restricted R18 uh, basically this is always basically porn basically um, sold in sex shops or show at very 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 specific cinemas I have never been to somewhere that could show an R18 movie. I don't think I ever will go there, but they do exist. It doesn't seem like... No, it's it, not something you want to I don't know. I just, I've never understood wanting to go to a theatre and see something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, apparently R18 videos may not be supplied by mail order. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. <laughs> so yeah, um, that that's basically all the R eighteen is. Um, um, that makes sense. I mean, they're the NC seventeen rating. I will say it's definitely not one that gets used often. Mm-hmm. At least you know not as often as the others. I would say probably the most common ratings for a lot of the, the big popular movies are PG thirteen and R. Like mm-hmm. I'd ha- I haven't actually looked. I'd have to look. I think most of like the Marvel films are R. 
for example. And really? I think some of them are PG-13, but I think some of them that's, are R. That surprises me. All of them are 12 over here. Maybe they're PG-13 then. I'd have to, I've never actually looked. Actually, no. As I'm saying this, I'm remembering now that Deadpool was the first R-rated. Deadpool was R. Yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool was the was first R. R-rated, and it's very much an R-rated movie. Um, uh, but, fun fact, yeah. Deadpool is only a 15 in the UK. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we don't have an in-between uh, one, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not quite as bad bad enough to be in the eight, in an 18 film, although I am a little surprised it isn't, because, man, that film... It's a good film, I really enjoy it, but... Mm-hmm. I could see it being an 18. Under yeah. the right circumstances, I could definitely see it being an 18. Um, yeah. I guess it's because it's got that comedic context on all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes it slightly better, but yeah. Um, I guess. <laughs> maybe just a bit. But yeah, um, pretty much the, uh, they've all been uh, 12A, PG-13, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, yeah, but I think, as we've done our very usual trick of going over... Yeah, well... <laughs> This is this is us now. You should know. You should know better. <laughs> um, I guess we've done the ratings. I don't think there's much else to be doing. So no, I will say I do think that the fact that you guys have a couple more ratings is good. Mm-hmm. I think so as well. It makes things much more clear cut. Well, the other thing is too. I do feel like sometimes there are certain movies that fall into PG-13 because they're not quite bad enough to be R where when I watch them I'm like, I mean that you think that maybe they should be higher but you're not sure how higher. Right, like maybe it should be just a smidge higher because I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people think PG-13 um like any middle schooler is okay to watch this and up but sometimes like that in that in particular sorry middle schoolers uh i keep i use school terms and then russ has no idea what i'm talking about because they don't do (laughs) the same ratings for it over there in the uk um we don't even have middle school in the uk no um so it's uh like like 12 13 11 12 13 okay all right it is considered middle school and age over here and like I can think of a lot of movies that get rated PG thirteen, and people are like, "Oh, 13, that's not that bad." They take their eleven year old to it, and I'm like, "Huh? No." And really, it's more like a fifteen. Yeah, I'm like, "How oh, little eleven year old should see that movie?" But you know. I it, mean, I do remember the, there was that issue with Deadpool and Logan specifically, mm-hmm. because I know Logan got rated R. Oh yeah, and, and it should people be. took, yeah, and people took their younger kids to see because oh it's a it's a marvel movie it's a wolverine movie oh no (laughs) this is this is a very different movie and i remember seeing a lot of complaints i'm like what were you thinking (laughs) did you not watch the trailer Uh, yeah no there were yeah when you see a young child growing spikes like wolverine and jumping at someone and stabbing them like don't take your child to see that movie this is this is not rocket science don't take them to see deadpool it's not for them no. Just wait. They'll enjoy Deadpool later. Yeah. No, that was definitely something that happened. And the, f- the f- most frustrating thing about it, for those of us that paid attention, is that Marvel very clearly labeled... Said, don't, don't take it. Yeah. 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 Marvel very clearly was like, these are different. 
these are not the same kinds like they marketed them differently everything was different it wasn't part of the avengers mcu like things are different don't take your child (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much but the fact is is they there's no restriction to that. They didn't have that no. problem with the UK because there were both 15 movies. You can't take your kid to see a 15 movie. You're just not allowed. Yeah, that is that is one area where I feel like our ratings do fall down. Because, I mean, I, I agree to a certain extent that the adults should be okay to decide what their child is comfortable watching. However, I also think there are people out there who don't pay attention or who also don't care because they want to go see the movie. Also true. I also think that it can be better for them just to wait until it's released, watch it, and then decide if it's okay in their own home. Yes. I would agree. Because that, that's one thing, too. When I was young, I talked about seeing R-rated movies. My parents didn't take me to the theaters to see these movies. No, I didn't assume so. I, I assume they like got you the ones that they were okay with you watching. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me be clear. They didn't take me to the theaters to watch these. It's not like it was a brand new movie and we had no idea what was going to be in it. Like one of them was um, like Predator, and um, I watched it when I was ten in third grade. Um, nine? I was nine. I was nine in third grade. Our teacher got permission from all the parents to show it to us. There was uh, a couple of kids whose parents said no. So they just weren't in that class. Right. So they just, they went and hung out in somebody else's classroom for the couple of hours that we were watching the movie. But, um, you know, it's, if for anyone who's seen Predator, like, yes, it's a somewhat gory movie of a fighting mm-hmm. and there's an alien and there's people dying. But, like, especially looking back at it now, I can't think of anything in that that wasn't appropriate for a 10-year-old to be able to process. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For like a nine or ten year old. Mm-hmm. Especially with like uh, the kids that were in my class, I can't think of anyone that couldn't process it. Now, does that mean uh, that everyone should go show their nine year old Predator? No. No. No, it doesn't. Uh, so yeah, I think on that rant about films, because we're nearly an hour again. Mm. Oh god. <laughs> We should probably think about ending this episode. Yes. Uh, thank you for letting us rant about film ratings and about our thoughts about film ratings, especially on boxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. I know. Yeah. Moral of this. Talk about... Moral of this episode: Don't take your five-year-old to see an R-rated movie. Yes. Don't do that. Mm-mm. Don't don't do that. There's no reason to do that. They can wait. There's plenty of films for them. There's plenty of films. Mm-hmm. Like, Disney have like 60 animated classics and they're all really good, most likely. Just watch them. They're real good. Well, and Just, it's no. it's Disney. Honestly, if you wait long enough, they'll turn the movies into a cartoon. Or they'll turn it into a live action. Mm. But yeah, they'll do one yeah. or the other. Yeah, don't. I wish they wouldn't, but it's fine. <clears throat> okay. uh, on, that, on that very small tangent, because I need to stop us before we get going. Yeah. <laughs> We should get going from this episode. A mm-hmm. hey, good segue, me. <laughs> uh, but we will see you all next week. Another topic. Well, I don't know what topic yet, but it will be here. Or mm-hmm. one of us will be here. We're not sure. I don't know how this works. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, we'll see you later, guys. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Geek Thyself. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing content on the Nerdsmith Network. If you have any questions for either of us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at geek underscore thyself. You can also email us at geekthyself at nerdsmith.org. And please don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a review or also go anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun episode. And until then, don't forget to geek thyself. Geek thyself.